the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Thanks for listening to the Town Hall Review with Hugh Hewitt podcast, bringing to you the best voices on the stories and issues that matter. Helping make it all possible is the generous partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy and ADF, the Alliance Defending Freedom. Here's another piece I'll trust you enjoy. Delighted to have with us right off the bat for swearing my monologue, going to the head of the uh, head of, uh, well, congressman from Arizona's fighting fifth district who was on the Judiciary Committee today and had a great line of questioning for Robert Mueller, Andy Biggs. Andy, welcome. Thank you for spending some time with us. Seth, always good to be with you. Thank you, sir. And thank you for your questioning. I loved your line. Um, I loved your line of questioning uh, this morning uh, with uh, with uh, with Robert Mueller. Um, most of the press I'm reading, including liberals from David Axelrod, who was an Obama advisor, campaign uh, strategist to Lawrence Tribe, uh, liberal Harvard professor who tweets an awful lot. They um, they 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 threw up their hands today and said uh, their Superman didn't show up today. Their Superman being Robert Mueller. Uh, you were right there. Were you were you were you surprised by how uh, lacking he was in 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 punch and poignancy and in ability to defend his report? Or was that not something you saw while you were right in the room and more something the audience picked up as we did? No, I, I was I was surprised because it was every bit as bad as I've, I've heard people saying. So so the feeling in the room as we were watching this is that he that uh, you know maybe he doesn't feel well what you know mm-hmm. what's the deal how how can he how can he be so uh uh lackadaisical or lethargic yeah. almost uh, no energy at all no, no you know some at times he seemed lost uh he he seemed unprepared he seemed not to know what was in the report and and so you know i mean you could come to a conclusion almost that maybe he was just a figurehead all along and it was why uh, Weissman and and uh, Zebley, who were who were really kind of leading the the charge, because uh, to me, I look at it, I was just like, you got to be kidding me! This is not very uh, solid. I mean, he, and he couldn't defend anything, and he uh, obfuscated every every chance he could get. For those that may not have watched it live when you were doing the inquiry, <clears throat> Mr. Biggs, um, I loved what you did with this, his his selective recall. Would you reprise that a little bit for us? Yeah, so so I started off um, asking him about, you know, when did when did you decide that that President Trump had not c- committed a crime of collusion or conspiracy? Right. And he starts rambling on about, well, you know, it's a complex deal, and and and, and so I, I tried to pin him down on that, which he was he would never be pinned down, and and the reality is, Seth, for your listeners, there. There are at least two uh, indicia that he, in 2017, remember, in 2017, probably a full year before we get to the midterm election, and probably uh, 14, 15 months before he issues his report. Mm-hmm. And number one is that uh, they did not renew the FISA application of Carter Page. Right. Right. So, so they were no longer, look, you know, they've been, they've been following that guy for a year. 
and they're no longer looking at him, and he's one of the original uh, triggers to the Russian investigation. And then the second thing is, and I think this is important, is is Mueller kind of gave a throwaway to somebody else uh, today. Uh, he said, well, you know, we we started looking at obstruction of justice. Right. We started looking at something else. Right, right. So so when when you say you're looking at something else, that means that you've quit looking at collusion. Right. Or, cons- or the conspiracy with Russia. Yes. And that was done well, well early. Yeah. And they spent the last year or so trying to build a case of obstruction of justice. Uh, and they never in- indicted anybody for obstruction of justice. And certainly they didn't, uh, they couldn't do anything with the president. So I think he knew early on I, uh, and he, he let it go. Now, the other thing I was trying to get at is I, I, I don't know if you recall this, but very early on, after, uh, w- w- within weeks, actually, of him being appointed special counsel, I I started sounding the drum that he had a conflict of interest. And so what I was trying to get at is he was really a fact witness. So uh, the entire week leading up to his appointment as special counsel, um, he had uh, four different meetings. One of them included a meeting with the president, but all of them included Rod Rosenstein, who was effectively... Uh, the acting deputy assistant, uh, excuse me, attorney general, because uh, of the recusal of Jeff Sessions. Mm -hmm. And uh, let me just tell you that I am certain that he had those meetings, that he had those calls, and I know for a fact that they discussed the special counsel. And then he was Uh like, oh, Uh I can't recall, Uh I don't know. (laughs) And... and, uh, and and yet somehow uh, the day after that uh, the meeting with the president, um, he's appointed special counsel. We're talking to Andy Biggs from the House Judiciary Committee. Andy, yes, go right ahead. You were you were you were saying? Yeah. Well, so so I mean, when you think about it, why then was he in meeting with the president and Rosenstein? Right. If it was not, I mean, he says I said you were applying to be. Uh, the F, uh, you know the FBI. He says, "Well, I wasn't applying to be the FBI guy. I was just there offering um, uh, 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 advice on what to look for, or something to that effect." Sure. But the reality is, um, and and Stubbe asked this question, and it is the real question, which is, well, then why did you tell the, the vice president yeah. that the only job you would come back to the administration for would be the FBI director's job, right? <laughs> right. right. I mean, and and, and so, and so, uh, so he he's just like, uh, oh well, I you know I don't. He basically punted on that one as well. It, it was amazing what he punted on. Did you get the sense? Yep. You know, we often say here on on a whole host of issues, mostly because we can't afford, uh, we can't change it. You know, we conservatives read a lot more of what the liberals say than liberals ever think about what we talk about or read our journals and know our arguments. Did you get a, kind of get the sense today that the Republican caucus, your colleagues, knew the Mueller report better than he did? You guys were really prepared today. I got a I, hat tip to the Republicans in Congress today, I thought. didn't? Weren't you proud of your colleagues? I was. Yeah, we. I, I thought top to bottom, quite frankly, we did a great job yeah. asking questions and getting to the points. And and, and I appreciate the, the compliment. Uh, but I, I heard uh, uh, some some comedian, uh, some jokester say it. It's a great um, uh, uh, a great line is that uh, the person who learned about the Mueller report today was not uh, the Democrats or Republicans, but Bob Mueller himself. Yeah, <laughs> that's good. I'm going to use that. Yeah, because he didn't know anything about it. I'm... I mean, and, and <laughs> it was it was amazing to me. But I mean, 
Look, we worked hard on this thing, sure. and um, it was we, we it was cohesive. But uh, all of the Democrats' narratives actually fell apart uh, so. little by little. Whether it was the Ted Lieu thing, where yeah. uh, Ted thinks you know they think they're going home with a thumbs up because Mueller yeah. said, "Oh yeah, the only reason that we didn't indict was because of policy." Right. And then, just like and and just like he said something to that effect in the press uh, conference that uh-huh, he did, uh-huh. and in both instances he had to retract that yeah. and say, "Well, that's not what I meant." Yeah, yeah. I said I said what I said, but I didn't mean what I said. Yeah. And and the bottom line is this. Yeah, I I um I noticed that too. I the, every talking point he kind of gave them that they ran with, he had to call back, or a Republican uh, did a nice rehabilitation on it. I thought. And it makes me wonder if maybe, thank God, please, by Monday, this will all be said and done. I'm thinking it might be because but you tell me, are they rolling ahead with impeachment? I saw a little press conference here with Nadler and Schiff and Pelosi and uh, Cummings. I I think they were trying to put the best face on it. But I tell you, Nancy Pelosi clearly didn't watch the hearings. And I think from an outsider's perspective, whether you're a Republican or a Democrat, you look at this thing and say, my gosh, there is nothing here to go with. There is no more horse to run. Yeah, I, I, I think that, you know, I, I, I've seen, excuse me, uh, Mr. Swalwell mm-hmm. um, post post Pelosi. Yeah, right? right. And he's saying, oh, yeah, he says, he, he says, I think we're actually going to get closer to impeachment. No kidding. No kidding. Well, here's the beautiful thing about it is last week, and, and people forget this, just last week we took a vote right. on, on impeachment. <laughs> right. right. And they got fewer than 25% of the entire body. And That's I'm, right. And, and, and I, I mean, they got, they got uh, less than a third of the entire Democrat conference. And this was during a week when Donald Trump, whatever your point of view is, was kind of on the ropes with some language. I mean, it was not a great week for Donald Trump if you were the mainstream media, if you were looking, you know, at the general filters that we all look through. It was not it would have been a strong week for that impeachment vote. And it didn't get 25 percent, as you say. Exactly right. So I I think the ones that really are locked into impeachment, there's nothing that could have happened today. That would make them say, "Okay, well, maybe we we shouldn't impeach." But but the bottom line is, this was a massive dud. Yeah. I mean, they did not get anything that they wanted, um, and quite frankly, and to the contrary, um, you have Robert Mueller. If, if this is going to be your star witness, yeah, uh, man, he, I don't, I, you know, uh, low energy Jeb. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that, I never thought you, they never thought you'd need anybody that There's low something lower. Like the, There's yeah, something lower. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he looks like the Energizer Bunny compared to, to, to Mr. Mullen. So. Well, Representative Biggs, gosh, love you. Thank you so much. Thanks for checking in on this busy day. Thanks for your service. Thanks for always being helpful. Thank you. Thank Thanks, you. Seth. Great to be with you as We'll always. talk to you soon. Stay cool. You bet. Thanks for listening to the Town Hall Review. Our program is coming today in partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. It's America's most unique graduate leadership programs offered on Pepperdine's breathtaking campus in Malibu, California. Learn more at publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu. If you're enjoying the podcast, please tell a friend to go to Town Hall Review and sign up as well today. 
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.